And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Thursday, February 4th. And Mark wants me to start by reminding all of you that we are so appreciative that you take the time to write and ask us questions. There is just no way we can get to every single question that's been asked in a timely fashion. So we plow through. And what we try to do is to answer the questions that repeat, you know, so if you have a question that seems to be one that a lot of other folks have, we try to use that and as an example. But if you've been waiting for a response and we haven't gotten to it on the air, we are apologizing in advance Obviously, if there's something that is time sensitive for you, you know, send us a note and let us know if you have like a real question that you have to make a decision by a certain period of time. All right. Fair enough. Send those questions to askjill at jillonmoney.com. Some of you may find that you end up on our radio show. We have a radio show and a podcast. One surefire way of getting your question answered is how? Tell us you want to come on the air with us. Let us know. Send us an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. That is our email address. And so um, we'll do our best to get you on the air. If you would like to come, it's very easy to do. Okay. So Gary writes, hi, Jill and Mark. I am addicted to your podcast. Oh, thank you so much. It's a healthy addiction. Okay, uh, Gary goes on to write, I found it about a year ago. I listen every day. I shared some episodes with friends and they are now hooked too. Thank you for the amazing advice and making it fun to listen to. I've learned so much from listening to you that I'm ending my relationship with my advisor who really doesn't do much for me. I love the flexibility of your show being short and being able to listen anytime. I'm 53. I grew up near you in uh, Peekskill and Rockland County. We now live in Southern California with my amazing wife of 30 years. I've got a nine-year-old daughter, a six-year-old son, and our first baby, I've had to read that again, and our first baby is an amazing 13-year-old shepherd mix named Buster. I'm going to send a picture. Okay. 
Being older with young kids, I face the challenge of being retired when they will be in college. My daughter will start college when I'm 63. My son will start when I'm 66. Yikes. My wife is currently home with the kids, but hopefully will go back to work soon. Thankfully, when my father passed away, he did leave us some money. I plan to use $100,000 for each child's college. My question, how should I invest that money? Should I put $14,000 of that money each year into my Roth, put it all in a 529 plan, or invest it in a brokerage account? I do plan to retire when I'm 65, but face the challenge of finding health insurance for my kids and wife, who's two and a half years younger. Since I'll be in my mid-60s when they are in college, I heard it might be easier to qualify for financial aid if I had more money in retirement accounts versus 529. That's true. Um, Okay. So in April of last year, I refinanced my mortgage. I've got a 15-year loan with 3% interest. Later in the year when rights dropped again, I refinanced. Oh my God, this is so funny. So we went from a 30 to a 15 and then he refinanced back to a 30 and decided to invest the $700 a month difference in my Roth IRA. So I'm going to have more cash at retirement. Okay. We have about $700,000 of equity in our home. We have uh, a line of credit available for emergencies. We haven't drawn it down. I've got a pension with my current employer before they froze it back in 2018. It will pay $5,000 per month for me, $4,000 for my wife or me. Haven't decided if it's better to take the lifetime monthly payments or the lump sum of nearly a million. I work for a great company. When they froze the pension, they increased the 401k match from 6 to 10%. Besides the inherited two hundred thousand, we've got two hundred grand in Roth accounts, one point one million in pre-tax four hundred one k, a hundred grand in emergency reserve, and I expect to need about ten thousand dollars a month when I retire. Social Security will be about fifty four thousand dollars for us combined at sixty seven. Monthly pension will be about forty eight thousand. No other debt. Okay, Gary. First of all, you're in good shape because as you've just done a quick back of the envelope, you see, it seems to me that you've got most of your need covered, not all of it, but most of it. And that means you'll be able to draw down some of the money that you have in that pre-tax 401k. It's fine. What I would do now is take a big picture look. So a couple of the easy things I just want to tick off. I'm glad you did a 30 year. I'm glad you're putting more money. So I want you to basically max out the Roth for you and the Roth for your wife. That's number one. And if the money left over is, you know, still substantial enough, then I I think that it's probably not a bad idea to put some of that money in a 529. Doesn't have to be all of it, but it is, it is essentially a Roth IRA for college expenses. So Again, maxing out the, the Roth IRAs. For your retirement plan at work, you say you're splitting it between a pre-tax and a Roth. I would just go all Roth at this point. You're going to have a lot of income when you retire. So you're going to be in a decent tax bracket. So I just put all the money into the Roth 401k. Mark makes a good point. So, okay. So in terms of your original, the top of your question, which is you want to put your money into a Roth, I think that you guys are going to both max out your Roth. So it's actually not a question. I think that right now you can put the money in a 529 plan for each kid. There's some different rules about 529 plans and how much money you can put in. You've got to check with whatever state you live or whatever you're using in terms of your 529 But I think, Mark, that's a good point that like, let's just get that money working for you. Let's get it moving on a 
on an tax-efficient basis. And I think you're going to already be using the Roth IRA and maxing it out. I don't think you're going to get there. I, in other words, I don't think that you're going to have money left over to do more in a Roth. So I think that's it for you. Okay. All right. Susan says, um, I have two Roth IRAs and I wonder, does it make sense to combine them? The first has $85,000 with some American funds. The returns were low the last few years. And I, tra- I transferred about some of the money in 2020 to a Fidelity index fund and now I only contribute to Fidelity. The Fidelity account has 29000 Should I move everything to Fidelity? Yeah, why not? Not because I, I don't, I think that American funds, once you've actually invested in them, are good funds, but it's just easier to manage. Um, okay, Mark, here's one from Michelle. Dear Jill and Mark, do you really exist, Mark? You're so quiet. I love the podcast, which I discovered through listening to Stacking Benjamins. I've been an avid listener since November of 2020. That's just like two days ago, practically. Anyway, I'm working my way through older episodes. I'm writing because I have a problem. I've been ambushed by the discovery that I want to retire right now. (laughs) I was planning to work until my full retirement age, 66 and 10 months then file for Social Security at age 70. At this point, I'm willing to file at 65. I don't want to take it early. What I'm trying to decide now is whether or not I have enough resources considering that I will have to pay for expensive healthcare insurance until I reach age 65. The other question, of course, is how to use the resources. All right. Does she say how old she is? Oh, we don't know how old you are. This is a problem. She's got... um, a pension, a couple of Roths, an IRA rollover, a Roth 403B, a couple of some retirement, non-retirement assets, and a debt that's a more, you know, mortgage balance, 45 grand. I've been managing my own investments. I'm considering moving them to a financial advisory firm. I'm dragging my feet because of the fee for assets under management, but I've got a good relationship with an advisor there. Okay, so this is what I'm going to tell you. You don't say how old you are, but... If you're going to move to a financial advisor, first of all, I'd be careful um, and I would run your own retirement numbers. And you can do that at any, you probably can do that at your workplace website, be pretty easy. And if you're just looking about investing, then I'm not sure why you'd pay for an expensive advisor. You know, maybe what you'd want to do is go to like a hybrid advisor, like a Vanguard personal service advisor or Schwab Intelligent Portfolio, or maybe um, uh, the folks that sponsor my radio show, Facet Wealth. I can't tell you the answer to your question because essentially I'm missing a key piece of information. Here's Anonymous. I know from listening to your show, you're against annuities. Does that include fixed rate annuities with no fees and ability to withdraw? No, that doesn't include that. There are starting to become more annuity options, which I'm happy to report. I'm just against the ones with big fat fees. Okay. Anonymous is 61, married, looking for a better return than a C, than CD rates. I live in New York state. I found out the rates are regulated by the state you're in. Yes. By state insurance commissioners looking at one and a half percent for three years, fixed rate annuities presented by my bank. I'd like to see that contract anonymous before you do that. I really would. I have 75 grand at 3% until 2024 in CDs at the same bank. And there's no way I'm going to let that. I'm going to get that rate again. I just had about 125 grand in, in uh, CDs come due. They were earning one and a half percent. I'm looking for a safe investment. What would you recommend? 
because you're doing it through a bank, I would love to see exactly what that contract is. 10% a year is fine to be able to take that money, but you're losing liquidity and you're losing access to your money. All right, here we go. This is from James who says, I'm all in for helping those that need help. But when I see a situation like my gainfully employed son and his girlfriend, who's a nurse, receiving their stimulus checks while they earn a combined 150 grand a year, it makes me sick. <laughs> to really make my point, I believe they bought Bitcoin and put $200 on the bucks in the Super Bowl with this insignificant windfall. The shotgun approach does not work here. I prefer a sniper's approach when I give my money away. Can we not figure out a way to give assistance to those who really need it? I don't have $1.9 trillion to just give away, in the words of my lovely frugal grandmother, willy-nilly. Do you? I think that is a great point, James. I agree. I th I never understood. So sometimes in an economy, when everyone is suffering, if you just send a check out, it's great because you just do want that shotgun approach and then people spend the money. But to have people just throw money into investments like Bitcoin or GameStop or whatever they're doing with it, especially in December, when we really knew who was suffering already. I thought that that should have been a more targeted stimulus. I think that the cutoff should be $50,000 because we know that that's really below 50,000 is where people are hurting a great deal. I just don't get it. Like, let's beef up unemployment benefits. Let's get some money out to the states because the states, when the states start cutting programs, it's the people at the low end that get hurt, right? And I agree. I mean, I'm happy to have them spend a trillion bucks and I'm happy to go into debt to do it. But I just think I agree. I really think we should be focused and get the money where it should go. And look, in, in some respects, having that money go to people who don't need it is dangerous because it can lead to a little bit of frivolity in assets. Hmm? Get what I'm saying there? Yeah. Frivolity. Okay. Well, that's it. That's another program. And we want to thank you so much for joining us today. If you wouldn't mind, if you are not a subscriber, do subscribe to us. You can do that wherever you're listening. You can also go on to our website, jillonmoney.com. We've got a link to all the stuff you need to know. You can sign up for our free weekly newsletter. You can hit the contact button. You can do whatever you need to do right there on our website. As a reminder, we always like to tell you, wash your hands, wear your masks. I am wearing double masks now, ladies and gentlemen. Maintain your physical distancing and please try to do something nice for someone else today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.